The principles of marketing strategy stay the same despite the global crisis we're facing. It's easy to get distracted by all the different messages bouncing around at the moment, and at the risk of adding to all that noise, I thought I'd take a long, slow breath and go back to basics. Welcome to episode 243 of the Marketing and Finance Podcast. This is the podcast for ideas and inspiration on marketing your business and growing your business and for discussing topics on all things finance. I'm Roger Edwards, a marketing guy and keynote speaker from Edinburgh. Talk to me if you want to cut the BS and the complexity from your marketing strategy. Hello and welcome to the Marketing and Finance Podcast. Thanks, as always, for downloading or streaming the show. I really do appreciate you taking the time to plugging me and my guests into your earphones. And I know that at the moment there's so much going on in the world, so many distractions, so many other things that we need to do. I'm doubly appreciative of the fact that you take the time to listen to the Marketing and Finance Podcast. This week it's just me and the mic. And I want to talk about something that I've noticed. Have you noticed this as well? Everyone is telling us what to do these days. Now, in fairness, what the government are telling us to do is eminently sensible, and of course, we're all abiding by the lockdown. This week, it's just me and the mic, and I want to talk to you about something that I've noticed recently. Have you noticed this as well? Everyone seems to be telling us what we must do. Now, in fairness, the government are telling us what we must do in this lockdown situation, and that's fine. That's sensible. We all understand that we've got to stay at home unless absolutely necessary. But I've noticed an increasing number of communications from people telling me what I must do. You need to pivot your business. You need to go virtual. You need to learn a new skill. The problem is, it's all very dictatorial. It's all very preachy. Now, I'm sure that these people are extremely well-intentioned. And a lot of the time, the points they make are perfectly valid and perfectly understandable and perfectly in tune with the global situation that we find ourselves in. But they're also too generic. They all miss one of the fundamental basics of marketing, understanding the needs of the customer. And some of these communications are getting quite intrusive. I have to admit, I recently unsubscribed from the email list of someone that I like and admire. Now, this person previously was sending out one or two emails a week, and I enjoyed reading them, I even looked forward to them. But during the coronavirus crisis, this person has upped the number of emails ascending to four, five, maybe even six a day. They're becoming intrusive. I eventually hit the great big unsubscribe button because I was getting a bit fed up by this constant bombardment of messages. The fact is, each person, each individual, and each business is different. I saw a great quote recently that described it like this. We're all in the middle of the same storm, but we're not all in the same boat. In fact, we're all in different boats. And some of these communications that we're getting seem to assume that we're all in the same boat. And we're not. The fact is, we might not need to pivot our businesses. We might not need to go completely virtual. And we might not need to learn a new skill. It's all down to the individual person or the individual business. Take this new skill thing for a moment. I saw a post on Twitter from someone who said, if you don't emerge from the coronavirus crisis with a new skill, then you've failed. 
Just think about that for a moment. Well, undoubtedly, there are people who have suddenly got a lot of time on their hands and possibly they could use that time to learn a new skill. But think about the people who are trying to run businesses, but at the same time run a household and homeschool their children. They're probably working harder and more hours than ever before. How on earth are they going to find the time to learn a new skill? And to suggest that coming out of this crisis and not having done that, to have failed, I just can't reconcile with that. And some people have faced the devastating loss of a loved one. Learning a new skill is definitely not at the forefront of their minds. Each person, each individual, their circumstances are different. Each business, their circumstances are different. It's okay to take time for yourself. It's okay to have a breather. It's okay to take stock. From a business point of view, one thing that the coronavirus hasn't changed is the importance of marketing strategy. The principles of marketing strategy remain the same, whether we're in a recession or a boom, whether there's a stock market crash or a catastrophic event like 9-11. And it's also true that before the crisis and during the crisis, many businesses don't have a marketing strategy. Now, I don't want to be preachy and dictatorial and say that you must have a marketing strategy, or if you do have a marketing strategy, you must review it. I don't want to fall into that trap. But what I thought I would do is just go over the principles again, the simple principles of a marketing strategy, and invite you to reflect upon that. If now's not the right time to review it, if now's not the right time to write it down, that's fine. But I thought in this episode of the Marketing and Finance podcast, I'd just go over the basics of marketing strategy again. Now, as a long-term listener of the Marketing and Finance podcast, you'll know that I'm obsessed with simplicity. And there is a lot of complicated academic stuff out there talking about marketing strategy, getting into things like positioning, product price, place and promotion, SWOT analysis, pest analysis, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It can get very complicated. And over the last decade, I've tried to simplify the whole marketing strategy piece down into three areas, the offer, the goal, and the activity. I've even written a book about it. It's called Cats, Mats, and Marketing Plans. It would have been published by now, but I've had to rethink my publishing schedule because of the coronavirus problem. The whole point of publishing a book was to support my speaking business. At the moment, most of my speaking engagements have been cancelled for the rest of the year. So it doesn't make sense to launch a book now to support a speaking career until I've restructured my thinking and come up with a new strategy for how to do more online speaking engagements. But the offer goal activity model is beautifully simple. Now, these days, we tend to hear a lot about the activity part of that model. Lots of people talking about sending out emails, doing content, doing videos, doing blogs, doing podcasts. That's the activity. That's the communication. That's the promotion. But we can't do any of that activity unless we have nailed our offer and set ourselves some goals. The offer and the goals form just as important a part of a marketing strategy. And maybe the current crisis does give us time to reflect upon the offer that we give to our customers. So let's go through the offer goal activity model, focusing first on the offer. And you can get to your offer simply by answering four questions. Question one, who is your customer? And I've said this many times on the podcast before, 
Let's be specific. Rather than saying, I give financial advice to anybody in the UK between the age of 25 and 65, which is practically the majority of the population, be more specific. I give mortgage advice to people in Peterborough. Some people call that a niche or a niche. Being specific about the customer means that you can understand what drives them and what needs they have. And that leads us into the second question. What is their problem? Or you could say, what is their need? And the third question is probably the most important. How do we meet that need better and different to anybody else, including competitors and alternatives? And this is probably the part of the offer which is likely to change as a result of the global crisis. If you were originally an online fitness instructor, then it's likely that you don't have to change anything about your offer. You don't need to pivot your business. But if you were a fitness instructor like I am on the side, teaching in clubs, and all those clubs have changed, then you might have to change your offer so that you can teach your classes online. Part of my offer is offering workshops and speaking at conferences. And of course, most of those conferences have now been cancelled and those workshops postponed. So I'm having to change my offer to move more into an online environment. And the question I have to ask myself is, how can I offer speeches and workshops online better and different than anybody else? And it's quite a lot to think about. And the fourth question to ask is, how much does it cost? What's the price of the offer? And again, in the current circumstances, we might need to change the price. Now, one thing's for certain, some people have got less disposable income now than they've had before. But I also read lots of reports of people buying more stuff. It's all about understanding the customer, understanding what their levels of disposable income are, and altering, if necessary, your offer to meet the needs of those specific customers. So in that moment of reflection, it really is a question of asking ourselves, does the offer need to change? And if it needs to change, how does it need to change? That is the fundamental part of the marketing strategy, nailing that offer. Once we have the offer, we can move on to the second part, the goals. Your goals might be to make a certain amount of profit. Your goals might be to have a certain level of market share, a certain amount of turnover. It may just be that you want a certain number of people subscribed to your email list or a certain number of subscribers on YouTube. But we need to have goals so that we can hold ourselves accountable. And again, it's a moment of reflection. How do our goals need to change as a result of the global crisis? And once we have the offer and we've set our goals, then we can move on to the activity. And this is, I guess, what everybody views as real marketing. This is the, the content. This is the promotions. This is the advertisements, videos, blogs, podcasts like this. This is the stuff that people see. And again, in this time of reflection, we might need to change the activity. Maybe this is a good time to increase our Facebook ads budget. Maybe this is a good time to launch a podcast. Maybe this is a good time to double up on videos. But again, if we understand the customer, if we understand their need and their problem and how we solve that problem better and different to anybody else, then we'll know the right communications we need to put out there to connect with our customers. And one of the things that comes up time and time again on the Marketing and Finance podcast is the power of content that doesn't intrude, but people actively seek out. I think it's a shame that the crisis has increased the amount of intrusive marketing that's going on. More and more emails, more and more stuff interrupting our day. How can we create content and activity to support our offer which doesn't annoy people? 
How can we engage rather than enrage? So that's the offer goals activity marketing strategy model. And I have covered this many times in the Marketing and Finance podcast before. And I just thought it was a good idea just to revisit it, to reflect upon it. As I said earlier, there's a lot of people at the moment telling us what we must do. What I've preferred to do is to reflect Take time to think about how I feel, think about how the family feels, and then use those principles to reflect upon the direction of my business, the offer, the goals, and the activity. Hopefully this hasn't come across as too dictatorial. I certainly don't want to be preachy. If you feel that now is the time that something needs to change in your business, then I hope that the offer goal activity model will give you some help. If it's not the right time, that's fine. When the time is right, the offer goal activity model is beautifully simple and hopefully it will help you find the direction that you need. Thank you so much for listening to the Marketing and Finance podcast. As I, as I said earlier, I really do appreciate you taking the time to downloading or streaming the show. Next week, we'll be back to the usual interview format. So in the meantime, keep marketing your business to keep growing your business. Thanks for listening to the Marketing and Finance Podcast. Do please look at the show notes at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MAF for links to the apps and topics and books we discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Simply visit rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash iTunes and leave a review. I'll catch you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep marketing your business to keep growing your business.